Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? Good, Pat. How are you? It's a little chilly, it's but I can chilly, deal yes. with it. It's not like it's supposed to be in February. There's no snow. Exactly. At all. Don't say that. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> look, things are broken. We can, we can acknowledge that something's not right. Uh, I'm not happy about it. But, you know... But what are you going to do? Here yeah, we're exactly. at. Here we're at. It's like, I filled Pat in on my startling Megalodon tooth discovery. Uh, I'm, yeah, we all uh, thought that the well, tooth was the, the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, curbside back, huh? Okay. Weird. That is weird. Is. I get it. Like, yeah, I, I had a debate. I don't even want to say I had a debate. I had an exchange with a guy yesterday. And I was just like, dude, you're blowing my mind. <laughs> like, that's just. That's I thought I knew odd. something about something, but I Not I, at all. No. <laughs> like, the, like the Operation Ivy song says, all I know is that I don't know nothing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, funny story about today's episode. Uh, it's two episodes from Ultraman Leo, uh, Disc Organisms of Fear series, according to, according to, it's the Terror of the Saucer Race Yeah, series. there you go. I'm but sitting there going to, what I, now? Think, <laughs> I actually think that may be a, a direct translation, Disc Organisms of Fear. It's okay. the name of my new record. <laughs> <laughs> um, the shooting star from hell, and uh, the... Phantom Girl or the Ghost Girl. Is the Ghost episode. Girl is it's put on so, the, the YouTube. Yeah. And like Rich said before we started, we know we've done these two. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we don't know where they are means yeah. we haven't done them for you. Yeah. We, <laughs> I know we re- we recorded an episode for these and I think we lost it. I think it, it, hey, listen, it, didn't, get, it didn't get recorded. And maybe one of those ones we started and we looked down and we're like, Oh crap! It hasn't been recording. Yeah, and it's a it's, does that sound familiar? It sounds it familiar, sounds, right? It's happened two or three times. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think things do happen. We are yeah. human. <laughs> That's why I want to get the I want to get the new rig and this, and that way we have a back. You know. Well, that's why you want my numbers to come in this afternoon because then I'll get all that. Oh, stuff. cool! All right, let's <laughs> let's see if once we gambling hand. exactly <laughs> once I pay for the the bathroom that has to be done. We'll get a new ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, the, there you go. I gotta get the whole. Well, when stuff you gotta back. go, you gotta go. I understand that. Yeah. Our master bathroom hasn't worked in four years minimum. Wow. Yeah, well, they, we don't have the money it's to fix be it. a tough flush. No, we have other bathrooms. You know that. I know that. <laughs> I've been. I've been to Camp Rooney. I understand. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I because Pat texted me. He's like, "All right, this is the last episode we posted with." Um, Ultraman Leo was these two, so it's got to be these two, right? I'm like, yeah. So I sat down with the Blu-ray, and I put it on. I'm like, I have watched this before. Yes, it's exact. And I Once we got to the part with the watch, I knew I'd seen it. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That's exactly what I said. I said, I've seen this before. I may have even written down the notes, but I don't know where they are, and Rich will correct me if I do it wrong, right. so let and me I just go. Right, and I don't <laughs> seem to... I don't seem to have found the file... Like, like, did I send it to Casey and he never did it? Oh, I don't think so. Any of these things are possible. Sure. 
we're all human. We all make mistakes, and, and we move on. Yeah, we're us. <laughs> we're us. Yeah. I, just don't know what, I was like, what the what? I'm like, you know what? And then I stopped it, and I was like, all right, let's do some let's encyclopedia brown this for a minute. Okay. And I looked through all my files, and I looked through everything. I'm like, maybe I didn't. Maybe I just didn't upload it. <laughs> That's also possible. That's also possible. Went through everything. Right. Could not find anything. I'm like, well, I guess I'm watching this episode over again. Okay. So I yeah. restarted it. <laughs> um, this was aired in February 7th. Hey, ironic. We're there we're back. Know. We're back in, <laughs> back in time. Synchronicity, baby. <laughs> 1975. Slightly different. <laughs> directed by Toru Toyama. Uh, screenplay by Shigemitsu Taguchi. There you go. Had a 9.5% viewer rating. That's under 10 again. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Well, I think at this point, people are just like, no, we're just done. I think at this point, if you weren't a kid that was really invested into the series, you weren't, nobody was watching it. You know, you had kids, they're yeah. going to watch. The, just because it's suits. on. Yeah. It's, it's on. There's monsters. Yeah. There's suits and there's monsters. Yeah, it's on. So it's just on. That's it. Like, yeah. It gives you something to watch on Saturday morning before we go grocery shopping. <laughs> exactly. Look, we used to watch Laugh Olympics, so... We're living proof. We'll watch that, anything. Yeah, we we used to watch, watch tons anything. of Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Look, some Hanna-Barbera, I understand we all love Grape Ape, okay? We, I get it. <laughs> but just ostensibly, some of those cartoons are poop. Yeah. <laughs> They're just They're not, not good. Yeah. They're not great. <laughs> I was like... And every once in a while, Zachary will put on one of those really nice old cartoons, and I'll go, "Ooh, that's it. That didn't translate well to now." Oh yeah, Ooh, that's that's good. fun too. <laughs> that's fun too. I, I I always say like when I introduce people to my old band, I'm like, "All right, look, there's a song that's problematic because I was going for a laugh. That's I fair. realize now in 2023 that I was punching down." This would not occur today. I'm a different person. Different person. <laughs> you have grown. Yeah. In more ways than one. I would talk about that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm like, yeah, the, the sensibilities I had when I wrote that, which was more in a tongue-in-cheek Benny Hill sort of way, right. are now, dude, not you're so an good. awful person. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. but I'm not. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm, I, there's proof. I'm a good guy. <laughs> Understandable, and I feel stu- I feel terrible that it's out there on compact disc. Uh, Lead off track, like hey, these guys are not great, you know. Like, and happens. I feel terrible it about happens. it. Like, you know, these, you know, but the, that's what happens. Prior again, nobody balked at the use of the N word in Mark Twain. Exactly. Nobody at the time, not a person. Now you go, I uh, Mark. Like a- Maybe you should want to peel that back a little bit. Just the touch. Just the touch. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, have you seen Dana Gould as Dr. Zayas as Our Mark Twain? No. You know how I, they did He uh, does the interviewing doctor with yeah, Dr. Zayas. Do you know um, who, how Holbrook used to do that? Yeah. As, he did a one-man show. Yeah. So it's Dana Gould as Dr. Zayas as Hal Holbrook as Mark, Mark Twain. Twain. It's the, oh, that's it's indeed. pretty amazing. <laughs> I watched that... Um, <laughs> The documentary Val about Val Kilmer, his self documentary, oh, yeah, okay. and he was going to do a one man show about Mark Twain, yeah, 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 the same kind of thing. And then, of course, he had to have his throat yeah. surgery, and now just can't can barely speak. Yeah, so he that's can't a shame. Anything. Well, 
he even in his own documentary, he comes off as a colossal prick. Oh yeah. So I give him. He's a very. He comes across as very like self-aggrandizing. Like oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm pretty great. <laughs> yeah, and you should know how great I am <laughs> a lot of the time. Hence, hence this. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so the, the the black directive summons Black Gallon to Earth. Black Gallon. Right, and uh, Toru gets into a fight with another boy named Kenji and accidentally breaks his European watch. Right. Because the kid is... Because the kid's a prick, quite he's frankly. Prick. But he's got a rich father. And who's... Okay. Who's a very wealthy scientist. <laughs> like, I worked in a research lab. They're like, my father only buys me the best things. Well, you know, I think I, this guy's like an archduke of something. But here's the problem I had. <laughs> a... Your kid shouldn't be wearing an expensive watch to go and play. Right. Because it's going to break. Nor should he be wearing a tiny suit jacket. That was my next and step. short combo. <laughs> but there's so many of that. He looks like he's going to work in Bermuda. <laughs> that was my next step. They put him in, this, in a suit jacket. So he was that part. But he's playing, so let's put him in short. That's very common. Pick a lane. That's very common. <laughs> you, don't, you think that that's not... But yeah, like... That's very, very common is the suit jacket and shorts or long sleeve and shorts. And like, oh, I see the jacket. How hot are your knees? Yeah. Like, no, but like, little tie, little little jacket, and shorts. Business shorts. Whatever. I don't understand business Uh, shorts. I don't get it. The fact that they. There's the title of the episode. I don't understand business shorts. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) So, uh, his rich father arrives at the Miyama household and tells Gen not to let such thing happen again. Right. Don't do it. And you have to take responsibility for the right. child that you are raising. Right. By the way, a lot of running in this episode. <sighs> and a lot of, like, very quick sundowns in these past two. <laughs> it's light out. Streetlights. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one thing I didn't like, is they weren't good with time continuity. Oh, well, I'm sorry. In the 70s in Japan, uh, the sun was on a switch. Just oh. in case you didn't realize. I missed that <laughs> Yeah. It's well, it's well known. It's a well known fact. And this also shows the difference of the 70s. Yeah. I know I grew up in the 70s. Right. When the streets like came on, you came on. I had to be in the house, you know, yeah. very shortly thereafter. But again, you had time where we were on a dimmer, they were on a straight switch. <laughs> you saw those things are starting to go down. There, down, you're like, is it a great day? Dark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Streetlights. Oh, I should have been home 45 milliseconds ago. This is going to be terrible. <laughs> so, of course, there's a... Of course, there's mayhem immediately breaks out. Of course. And so, Gen goes out looking for Taru, who's on... Uh, swing set. Swing set. And, and apparently still using those crazy, long, weird chains that they're because, using today. Well... Or today they're they're still using the same crazy, weird chains that they were using back then. Right, but the difference is today, they're now wrapped in a... As we saw in Shin Ultraman. Yeah. Yeah, Same 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 chains. Same chains. Yeah, 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 you're right. 
God knows the way they like to save a budget could be the same swing set. But I think <laughs> if they're there, they use the swing set that is there. That's Let's right. not pretend that they bought a swing set to put in the movie. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> they were like, we're going to shoot here because there's swing sets. Exactly. <laughs> it's the 50th anniversary of us shooting on the swing set. <laughs> <laughs> Let's use it again. <laughs> yeah. It's a great location. <sighs> so, uh, uh, Sakiko says she believes Toru wouldn't break the watch on purpose and she's like once the guy leaves she's like the guy's kind of a jerk yeah <laughs> yeah really is this this is a great statement this is from the the uh to, the, the wiki, wiki right Go ahead. Toru runs off miserable into the night I just think it's a beautiful sentence <laughs> <laughs> running off miserable into the night is also a very good title for this episode <laughs> exactly exactly uh, Ayumi reveals that Kenji boasted about having a father to her and Toru. That's what caused Started the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, like, oh, but you don't have a father to boast. So you stuff. can't get anything nice, and that's yeah. basically how it started. Yeah, and that's and that's a good way to get your teeth knocked out. Yeah, and I'm with Toru on that one. I know. I really am. I, I gotta sympathize with the kid. Like, I'm thinking of these wonderful things my father bought me, but as you're an orphan, you won't get, I'll stop hitting. Exactly. <laughs> That's what happens. Don't be uh, like that. <laughs> Stop it. I know. I know. Oh. Oh. I'm going to call my butler to, sir, to kick you behind. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Black Gallon arrives, and uh, I, I love how in here he's listed as Black Garen, but it's on the, on the, on the, DVDs, the subtitle is Black Gallon. G A L L O N? Gallon. <laughs> like, a, like a unit of measurement. <laughs> Liquid volume. Well, I mean, the way he said it, it sounds well, like. Well, the R's and L's are sort of lingually swappable in Japanese. Like, so, when that's why you, the old joke of flied lice. Ah, uh, Which is, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's because they're, from what I understand, there's no direct. Correlation to those, yeah. yeah so, like, they it kind of swipe swappable. I so, gotcha. I gotcha. But, but, yeah, but they always list it's on the official Blu-rays as Black Gallon, which seems a little odd. Yeah, just a little odd. I'm watching the YouTube and it's it's Garon G A R O N, and the guy sounds like he's saying Garon. Right now, could he be saying Garon? Maybe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But it sounds like Garon. So. But I think it's funny that Garen is the name of the intern on Jimmy Pardo's show. I don't know him. <laughs> Never but not funny. A, being under I know. I, I, I've listened to it. I thought it was not funny. Okay. It's just me. But you're missing out. That's why. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing out. Um, but, uh, so, you know, Gen's like, okay, let's... Uh, as he arrives at the playground, Black Allen shows up. And, uh, like... I really liked the shot of him coming down out of the sky. It's this weird optical effect of like a swishy sort of spinny thing. Well, it's it's pretty much the Gamora effect. Let's put yeah, sparks. No, 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 not not the sparks. Not the this episode of Sparks, by the way, everybody. Oh, yeah, they went. Their sparkler budget must have been off the chain. <laughs> yeah. Hey, boss, what are we gonna do with all these sparklers? I have an idea. Hold on. <laughs> They were two for one. Now this is exactly. oh, two for one. You say? Well then, get him out of here. Yeah, brace yourself. <laughs> brace, because it's going to be a hot, literal hot time exactly. in the old town tonight. So, 
Um, there's a scene that, that's obviously an optical effect, like Leo's superpowers. Right. But it's like, a, it looks like a, um, gosh, like an intertwined spiral that comes down. It's two, three seconds tops. I must have missed it. Really nice. Okay. And it's not, doesn't rely on the miniature. To do it. To do it. I got you. Because I was like, oh, that's really nice. And then like, the next scene, right, they cut back from Toru, is the frog head spaceship coming down, sparks shooting out of its yes. teeth. Or, yes. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, like you said any number of times, the fact that they're using, they had to use practical effects because sure. there was no CG. Right. Computers were the size of rooms. Right. It was op- It was optical effects or nothing. Right. It was, pra- it was practical, practical effects, effects or nothing. Optical animation for laser beams and whatnot. Right. And that was it. Or nothing. <laughs> that's, yes. it. that's it. So, or your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and they use a lot of imagination, a lot of, this happens off screen, so you think it's going to happen. Oh, there's plenty. We've seen plenty of like, oh no, they destroyed the city, but it's far too expensive to show us. You know, like, <laughs> we can't have this. <laughs> but, uh, I, so, um, he shows up and breaks a bunch of stuff and traps uh, Toro under a bunch of debris. Right. Uh, again, rushes over and manages to free him in time. Then Black Gallon stands up and tries to eat again in Toru with his uh, long prehensile tongue. Yeah, and that that was the thing I was confused <laughs> at. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with him having a whip tongue. Okay. That's great. Okay. Super. Uh-huh. Does he control it or not? Because he seems to have to swing it around, and then sometimes he can whip stuff with it, and maybe other times he, can he can't. It, maybe he can make it straight. Then he kind of, like it's weighted at the end, right? Okay. And then he kind of and like I that's don't know. kind of what it looked right. like. Right. It's just a little bit of a weight on the end, right? And then has to swing it. Yeah. And if it and wraps then he around, can, then stuff, he can, then he can suck it back yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of what it looked like, but to, it was the silliest. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. You're not wrong. And I was there for it. Yeah. So. You know, then of course, Gen tells Tor to run. He transforms to Ultra and Leia, right? But is defeated, and uh, Black. De- well, no, he's not defeated. What happens well, is he's fought to a stalemate, right? right. Yeah. They they fight, don't really get very far, right? And Black Star says, "No, no, retreat. Let's go. Let's get go, back." Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so then the Gen and Toru are patched up at home, right? And gets Gen somehow now has burns on his arm, which. Wonder where those might have come yeah. from. <laughs> well, because I think he said like, "Oh, there was a monster at the thing," and I right, and I, I had to save Toru, so I got hurt a little. Yeah, bit. and we know obviously yeah. he's Leo, so right. we got them as Leo. Yeah. Right, he can say, "Well, I got him because I was I had tried to save Toru." Yeah. Got to do what I do exactly. <laughs> but I love that, like, like uh, what's her face is like talking to. Uh, Talking to Gan about like you know you got to be a man about these things. My old former husband and I'm like, looks like the landlady likes a little vitamin O is what I'm thinking. You know, like <laughs> so you're a strapping young man living under my roof. Why don't I take some of that off the rent? <laughs> we can find a way for you to stay here yeah, for you. Right, and he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Rock star Johnny Oblivious. He has no idea exactly. None. Zero. He's throwing it out there and he's going, he's handling with two mitts tied behind his back. He's getting smacked in the face with the dog. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I don't get it. I don't. So, um, so when on his way to school, uh, also a lot of handheld camera work in this one, where it looks like the guy's walking on uneven pavement yes. with wooden shoes. Yes. Like, if it was silent, the music he would hear would be. And I give them. Why do we have to give the camera to this guy? <laughs> I give them handheld cameras at that time. Oh, they're enormous, gigantic, right? <laughs> but like, and I get like you're trying to you're trying to convey action. You're trying to convey the the, yeah, the kids' motions. Yeah, the important thing. To do. But Toru runs like a real normal kid. <laughs> It's like all handheld camera work by Jackie Chan. If you've ever seen Jackie Chan run, I love the man, but he runs like a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Them big wide legs going. <laughs> also, can anybody run faster than Ken? No. The dude is like lightning. He is. Now, of he course. He is like the Japanese Usain Bolt. He is very fast, but he also has the privilege of camera work will get him anywhere he needs to be in a short yeah, no, time. No, but I mean, when you literally watch him run on screen. Oh, he's fast. He's fast. Yeah, he's he's fast. like, he's like the long, lanky legs is what I assume <laughs> it is. Um, so they see the kids picking up uh, the the monster. Right. And they say it's form. just a meteor. They're like, it's a meteor. And you exactly. don't know, because your father wouldn't buy you one. <laughs> just like, man, don't make me lay another weapon on you. <laughs> Lord Fallerai, could we exactly. not? Exactly. So, exactly. Then Gen shows up and he's running. Of course. But hey, listen, if you've got a guy that runs, use him. <laughs> Dynamic motion. <laughs> and the kid's like, You called an adult? You're really a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to call an adult. Time works. So, of course, he takes it to the. To his father, to the, father the scientist. Father's Incredibly rich scientist. Yeah. Which There's so many of those. Scientists. I tell you, I can't tell you how many times I see guys in a lab coat driving a Maserati pad. <laughs> they just roll. Oh my God. <laughs> They're like, government grants. Ah, oh, baby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know where I can park my fourth Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, fine. Uh, and so he again goes. To try and, to but what I love is he goes to the, the security guard and guy's like, like <laughs> he's like an insecurity guard. Oh, are you looking for this guy? Right over there. <laughs> no identification. Well, what you were supposed to have thought, and this is the only way I thought of it, he had shown his ID. No, not even. I don't think so. <laughs> I think it was a different time. It security, was definitely a different time. Security guy was like, "Look, I'll go if they need me." But right now, everybody just come on. Uh, you're, you don't look fishy. You're looking for bounties over that. As proven by next episodes, guy who's supposed to be guarding something, he's like, "Has so this little girl? Yeah, we she seen, was fine. We haven't seen a threat all day. <laughs> Creepy little girl with a dog. <laughs> fine. <What> else? No." <laughs> What are you doing? But he gets his. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. So, you know, he goes, what I love is the father is like, look, if this thing was alive, could I hit it with a hammer? Hit it with hammer. Could I have put this flame on it if my if my friend Johnny was in there? Right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Exactly. If Muggsy was in here, would I be shooting? That's what it is, it's Muggsy. Would I be shooting into this piano or whatever? <laughs> there was a box of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, he goes, all right, so 
black the, the, then black get, you know, sets the lab on fire by waking up and starting and shooting, to fly shooting sparks everywhere. Which uh, again, fantastic use of yeah. sparks and fire, but not really safe. But oh no, the first thing I thought was. I don't know how they didn't burn Subarai Studios to the ground when they did. Well, don't worry, all our walls are made of asbestos. <laughs> That's probably what it was at the time. You're talking it's all, 70s, it's, it's all, all fireproof. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm slightly worried about it, boss. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, so, um. <laughs> and then, of course, as the creature wakes up and. Burns the building. Everybody all of a sudden runs away because the building's on yeah, fire. It's a good, it's a good, good, pa- it's a good panic part. scene. And right before this is where we get the pep talk from. Yeah, Mrs. from Zatar. the woman again. Yeah, yes. Which that's when that, then he was like, "Are you going to the hospital right now?" She's like, "Yes." He's like, "Well, I'm not going that way." <laughs> Do you not get the implication of what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. here, right? Good. There's other things. <laughs> Just. <laughs> She's so lonely again. She's so lonely. <laughs> she needs some help. She oh, she's got she's raising two kids. She's got two dimwit interlopers in her house. Exactly. Who get hurt all the time. All the time. The money she must be spending on iodine. <laughs> Unless she's stealing it from the hospital, which oh no, that's that terrible. Never happened. <laughs> terrible. So uh Black Gallon uh and Ultraman Leo both show up like I wrote it as like, oh, they're both here. <laughs> That's a shock. I know. I know. But I don't remember him. Well, basically what happens is you get to see everybody running away from the lab. Right. The black Aaron embiggens himself. Yeah. And Leo just happens to be there because he went to explain to the scientists. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were in the same area, yeah. but you didn't have you to didn't see, see the Leo transformation. Transform. Right. But like, I love that every time... Ultraman Leo punches Black Allen in the face. His face just goes... And he looks like, why'd you do that? The why'd you hit me? <laughs> That's not nice. So Black Allen's got like a frog head, a weird turtly body, um, these like pipe hands, yes. pipe arms, and that shoot sparks out of his hands. Of course. But of course. I, what I liked was like... Like Ultraman Lab, he's shooting him, and then Ultraman Lab does some sort of beat effect and blows his hands up. Yes, yes. When you're like, okay, cool, that worked. Yeah. And he tries to use the tongue. Leo amazingly cuts through the tongue. Right. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. I'm sure. Hey. Yeah. And somehow, and this is where I get confused, when he cut through the tongue, that's what kills the monster. Because science. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly where I went. I'm like a cause. <laughs> that's a, a cause. Yeah, a cause. You cut through the tongue and that kills him because because it, it does. Just does. Okay. Uh, so sorry, yeah, sorry. it's a good one. And then of course, uh, the black directive summons Blizzard from the black yes, stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And just oh, and I, the the father is like, man, I told Gen Atori that you know he that he was a jerk and. That him and the father, him and the son are feeling kind of bad for themselves, which they should. Which they should. Yes, you have money. Yes, it's nice to have money. You don't have to rub it in. Yeah, don't be a hump. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Black Allen, real quick for our monster minute. Uh, I'm like most of Black Stars. What happened here? I'm like most of Black Star saucer monsters. 
He didn't originate there, but was modified by the living planet from an asteroid floating in space. Oh, I don't know how we know that, but this... <laughs> Somebody looked into yeah. it. Let them do their he work. He is 0.3 meters to 50 meters. Okay. 4 kilograms to 23,000 tons. Of course. I don't, Einstein would be blowing his head open. Yes. He'd be like, well, the fact that they... That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you go... Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, there it is. it's ultra science. I get it. <laughs> okay, so it says there's a roar, but... Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's it. Just like an angry guy. No, I'm so mad at you! Black Karen's roars are reused Gamora roars. Okay. And he is based on a toad and a turtle. That makes sense now. A total. That was terrible. It's, that was totally. <laughs> yes, totally. Thank you. Uh, and next up, right after the break, Terror of the Saucer Race series, The Phantom Girl. <laughs> right after this. Yeah, and we are back. Uh, Terror of the Sorcery series, The Phantom Girl, as it's called, or The Ghost Girl. Right. Um, oh, Valentine's Day, 1975. Oh. For this, uh, the most romantic of Ultimate Leo episodes. <laughs> God. Uh, Toru Toyama is our director. Screenplay by our old friend, Bunpei. Oh, there we go, okay. Got a ten and a half percent. Mm-hmm. Reviewer rating. Do you think more people watched it because it was a Valentine's Day kind of themed sort of episode? Maybe? No, no, I don't think so. I Just, think I think people were like, "Yeah, it's all right." All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair um, enough. It, it was a. Um, it was okay. So scientists start investigating Black Star, right. and Black Directive brings in an assassin to stop them. Meanwhile, Toru uh, befriends a mysterious girl. Uh, Black Director sends a saucer creature, Blizzard. By the way, great saucer creature. Like, the, the saucer itself looked cool. I thought it looked exactly like a toy top. Of course it did, but it was still kind of cool. It was, I'm not saying it wasn't cool. Yeah. But they went to the whatever the dollar store was at the time, right. got the cheapest toy top they could, painted it just a touch, and right. here you go, this is our monster. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, fine. I'll buy that. Look, you guys are making a lot of stuff. That's... <laughs> You gotta cut corners where you can cut corners. Exactly. Um, I I love the fact that like these scientists have gotten together and they're all like, all right, the public is starting to get little a man. little alarmed. Starting to get alarmed. You think? There's been giant monsters setting stuff on fire for weeks now. I mean, and not only that, but the one thing that really confused me is now we have a full lab. With half a dozen scientists, right? Of course, they're all in suits because yeah. God forbid scientists aren't in yeah. suits. Yeah. Well, either in a suit or a lab coat. When you do that's how it works. When you do lab work, you have to be in the suit and the lab coat, which I don't like because it's hot. Or maybe you take your suit jacket off and you hang it up, right? And then you put your hold on. Let me get the really high pants on. This is getting deep. deep. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going by visual evidence of. Everything I've ever seen coming out of Japan. Literally <laughs> everything. They have to wear a suit to go into the lab to do their science. They, put, oh, they, okay. they, they take their suit jacket off. They put on a 
white super lab hot white lab coat, like because they're all hot white lab. Every lab coat I've ever worn is just hot. Thick wool. Yeah, no wool. I wish wool. <laughs> Ours are just rayon or whatever. It's all non-breathable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Eighty-three degrees where I was working the other day, and oh. I've got a lab coat on. Yeah. You must have come home just poor. Just, oh, it was awful. <laughs> You have to come home, take a shower instantly, just because you're dry. Dripping. Well, no, you're dry at that point, but you're just ooh. yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I got you. So um, Blizzard shows up, sinks into the sinks into a lake and freezes it. It's great effect. That was such a good effect. Yeah, I give them this effect, and later on, there's a lot of great. There's a lot of great effects when they freeze the roadway. Oh yeah, that's great. You with that asbestos, those asbestos lakes. That's exactly what it was. Got to be. Had to be. Because it would be would have been the cheapest thing to get. Asbestos. Could, I mean, I think it, we kid, but I think back then they were using soap. Probably. They still use soap. Yeah. It's the cheapest thing you can get. It really is. You just shred soap. But previous to that, it was asbestos. There have been shows where it was asbestos. There's no Blizzard your boss. <laughs> <laughs> Death Trap movie. <laughs> Damn near killed Buddy Epson. <laughs> uh. <coughs> so, um, as Ken and Toro are heading home, they hear a scream and find that a man has been murdered. Right. And not only murdered, he has been frozen. Frozen, stolid, completely. Yes. And I love that the guys that they picked for this get to be like in the most ridiculous, like, <laughs> like they are glasses askew, <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, and I walking almost, like an Egyptian. <laughs> exactly. You kind of feel a little bad for them because you know they have to hold that weird pose for a minute. Yeah. But you're like, you know what? You got a good pose, and you're on camera yeah, he's for like, a minute. Well, so I'm going to be on I'm an Ultraman this weekend. You got to see it. I'm great. <laughs> okay, cool. So Toru meets a girl um, who just looks creepy already. Like, yes. Yes. Very Firestarter vibes. <laughs> carrying around a carrying around a little girl doll, um, which the doll itself. Also creepy. creepy. Yeah. But the doll is like this porcelain doll that looks like it was painted like a corpse, practically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll find out why. So, like, Toru, the next day, uh, stops a group of kids from bullying this girl. Um, of course. She's like, oh, my name is Mayuko. By the way, I want one of those fancy leather backpacks that everyone those kids seem to. They look nice. They were nice. Yeah. They were nice. And you got to figure that's probably what kids use yeah, at the sure. time. Could you, know, you imagine how much those straps cut into? <laughs> they're just oh, like little thin leather very, purse very straps. Thin. Yeah. Oh, they would have ripped right through your shoulders. <laughs> it's, it's, all right, you got science and uh, math homework tonight. Like, oh. I got to bring both to the top. Oh, crime and he's Yeah, I'm going to wear a groove through my <laughs> arms. <laughs> so, um, the doll. Like Tora brings her to the house, but she doesn't want to go in. Right. Uh, and the doll then speaks to me, like, "You have to complete your mission. You have to wipe out humanity." And then she runs away. And of course, Gen chases her and can catch him, catch her because he's an adult. And right. Also, and he's very fast and runs like the wind. Yes. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah. for some reason, Toru decides to protect the girl from Gen, and you're sitting there going, "Um." This guy has basically adopted you. Yeah. And you think he's going to hurt some little girl? Really? Well, he's like, you can't, you can't. Well, let's, look, let's be honest. If Gen thinks that somebody's a threat, he will curb stomp them. Like, I mean, <laughs> they will blow. Like, look, 
I'm going to say this. Based on what we see at the end of this episode, yes. True. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. <sighs> so, um, all right, where am and I? And then she runs away next morning. Because time in this, like you've said in this show, just changes. Right. So now it's next morning. They're yeah. having their breakfast. Right. And they're talking. Is that when they talk about the scientists? That, and no, that's when they talk about Black Star. Right. Okay. And then Toru goes out to look for the girl. That's when they go to the place. That's when they, they see the cop. Protect the, the, the scientist. He's right. like, nothing to see here. Everything's been fine. There was some little girl that walked by. And With a goes, doll. Cute really? as a button. And they're like, on. oh, cue panicked running. <laughs> go, 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 go. We got to <laughs> This is where, again, your scientists have got to be making some good bank because he's not only got a huge house, got a gate and a driveway. <laughs> And I'm like, scientists are doing well. Why do you think I wanted to be a scientist when I was a kid? <laughs> so they had they had good cars. They seemed to have nice houses. Hot, hot women. <laughs> like wives or lab assistants. Yeah. Like, so there's all these attractive ladies coming all into all the laboratory place. with a shorter lab coat. And they're like, what can, what can we do, doctor? And it's like, well. And sometimes they fell in love with a scientist at the end. It all looks good to 10-year-old Rich. Of course. Looks good to 55-year-old Pat. Yeah. <laughs> if I can get that house with that driveway. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I work in a lab coat. I work with robots and lasers. It's not that cool. <laughs> it's just not. Like, I kind of got what I wanted. And then I went, it's not like that at all, is it? <laughs> I, I drive an eighteen-year-old Toyota. Fine, okay. <laughs> Fun, okay. Uh, so of course they go, and the guys, of course, frozen to the <laughs> So the doll murders the scientist, of course. Right, of course. And, it's a, and it blows out of its mouth. It's a great effect. That is a toxic fire extinguisher. Or something. Oh no! Absolutely, absolutely. It's a little smoke blower. It's yeah. All it has to be, right. nothing more than that. But it is still it's cool effective. Looking. It does the job. So, um, uh, Gen throws it away from her, or grabs it, throws it away from her. It sort of explodes. Like it smokes as he throws it down. It sort of smokes, yeah. And then she picks it up and runs away with it. Okay, right, sure, Fine. sure, yeah. So uh, she runs up to the lake and summons Blizzard out of it. Okay, right. she is beamed up. She's then beamed up in another pretty great effect, which that smoke yeah. and her disappearing into the smoke. Yeah, I think it's dry ice, probably when they probably because the way it spreads out, out when it hits. Yeah. yeah, more than likely dry yeah. ice. So you got to figure the girl was. Not really on camera for that effect because that'd be cold. Yeah, but it was still very, very cold. Right. And they used the Star Trek effect of the she's there and then she's yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. But like, um, then the monster comes out and Blizzard's a cool looking monster. And this is where you could see them using the Blizzard again, updating the costume a bit. And use him to good effect. We can make him. A, we can make him an also random. Exactly. exactly. He is, by the way, Blizzard. Go ahead. Um, fifty-seven meters tall, saucer beast. By the way, you guys. Of course. Um, seventeen thousand tons. Okay. 
<laughs> Let's see what he sounds like. That's also a Gamora reverb. All right, easy. Um, and this is the second time we've seen a monster that Flippy did. Yeah, back in front. He's the McDLT of monsters. Cold <laughs> on one side, hot on, on the, the other. other. Exactly. Right. So, <laughs> um, here's what kills me. They freeze Ultraman Lamb. Right. In a fantastic icicle. I want to know how they did that. Fantastic. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, you see, we sprayed this head down and kept it at negative 40 for 20 minutes. <laughs> Damn near killing both suit actors. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. But what kills me, so he's, he, he sprays ice out of this, like, stomach bunghole that he's got. Right, a little chest kind of deal. That no, has it's a, way more, for, it's like a belly button okay, sort of nozzle. That. Belly button nozzle, sure, sure. So, I'm good with that. Okay, he's a frozen he's an ice monster, right? Right. So how come he, it bothers him so much when he gets an icicle stuck in that thing? That's where I was confused. Yeah. You're like, okay. Now, I can get the fact that it's supposed to just be out, so stuff going in, not really comfortable. Maybe, yeah, okay. That's basically that. where I went, is it's just out, not in. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll buy that. Sure, why not? It's just, and, but I love that, and then he turns around, and he's a fire guy. And that's, again, where I got confused, because now, of course... <laughs> Come on. Jose, thank you. Yeah. And I'm good with the fact that <coughs> Leo can change his body type to be able to stand whatever cold. Yeah, that was, I thought, of the, like, and then, that's, I love the fact that there was no explanation. The narrator was like, oh, by the way, <laughs> Ultraman Leo changed his molecular makeup of his skin to a thin negative blah, blah, blah. <laughs> exactly. You're like, fine. Okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> exactly. Suspension of disbelief, Bell. Fine. <laughs> but th th then the problem is, the monster turns around and shoots fire from what is now the backside, right. which is the face. Too much chili. That's what that's. <laughs> hey, at least they had the. At least. <laughs> at least they had the, the. The wherewithal to not move it down to the buttock area. <laughs> which would have been funnier. Yeah, but I don't think they would have gotten away with it. Somebody would have been like, this is distasteful. <laughs> you can't do this. This is, believe it or not, despite the fact that we are going to murder a child in approximately two minutes. This is too much. We've you've, crossed the line here. Clearly you've crossed the line <laughs> with your bum fooler here. You're like, I'm sorry. I apologize. But the, <laughs> the reverse of the monster is basically the same... Monster painted a little different. Sure. Which I'm good with. And because they don't show the feet, they don't have to show the backwards feet. Right. So I'm... Yeah, it's just the guy walking backwards. Well, no, no, no. They turn the whole suit around. I don't know if they do or it's just... The guy wears the suit, then he turns around and he's a different monster. He's got to go backwards. I, would it shock you? No. No. Nothing I think personally, like the last reverse monster we had... Right. Was a suit with two sides, and the feet were your real feet on one side, right? And, and then fake feet, fake on, the feet back, on the other side. But right. we didn't see these feet, so he could have just been wearing Converse for all we know. Well, the way I went with it is the suit wasn't terribly expensive to make, so all I think they did was change the color of the suit 
So that way they could. No, have, I, I think I, you, think you was, see him turn around at one point. You see him turn around. I think basically what they did is they just had him after he turned around. He changed the suit around. Who's got the time? They've got the time. Who's two got the time? Two, it's your, it's two minutes. Have you ever seen anybody get into one of these things? God, it's a nightmare. You're wearing like you're wearing already like the tightest clothes you could possibly wear. Right. Then you, you have to climb into this thing, and it's claustrophobic. You're looking at tiny little eye holes. All right. All right. Now they get a screen. I know. Like I that's know. even nutty. See. Yeah. Um, but from what I understand is it goes out frequently, so now you're in the dark. She's like, well, I hope I'm not breaking anything I'm not supposed to. Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, we see Leo fall through a building in this one, too. It's, Which is very nice. cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, of course, um, the two fight back and forth, uh, and then Leo gains the upper hand, but Blizzard transforms into the saucer mode. Right. Uh, right. Diving into the water and superheating it. Which pretty cool. The fire effect on the water is super cool. Well, they just put oil on water and lit on fire. I get it's it. great. Still looks cool. Yeah. So then Leo quickly summons the Ultra Cape, snuffs it out. Right. Uh, takes Blizzard out, whips it into the air, and blows it up. Okay, fine. Of course, of course. <laughs> but just so the show goes. Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to remind you that Ultraman Leo is murdering a child. <laughs> We're going to flash the girl's face off and on during the explosion. Right, just so you remember that. Hey, by the way, there's a girl on this thing. She's in here, and we <laughs> blew her up to tiny, itty-bitty pieces. Oh, God. <laughs> just in case you thought we've turned away from our murdery <laughs> origins on this show. <laughs> All the victims were scientists that were hired to investigate Black Star. Um, Blizzard's design motif is that of a squid. Kind of okay, makes sense, kind yeah. Of, but of. named, of course, after a destructive snowstorm. Thank you, yeah. uh, Captain Obvious. Uh, according to Satsuku <laughs> Magazine, Toru speculated the little girl named Mayuko uh, was actually mind-controlled by the monster itself. Whether this is canon or not is unknown. Okay. Blizzard's roar is a reused Zumbola roar. Okay, sure, fine. Sure. And he is one of the monsters that makes up uh, Barry Dora's body in Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy Legends, the movie. Okay. So, the movie. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, this has been a nice. This was a nice. Uh, this was nice actually couple a decent Valentine's yeah. Day episode because they had enough. What do you call it a Valentine's? Listen, Day what do you want me to tell you? Just because there's a little girl that Dora kind of likes who's then murdered. <laughs> Well, they did have it's like having a Valentine's Day episode of Columbo. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, here's some flowers. Also, I know you killed that guy. <laughs> you know, like not wrong, not wrong. <laughs> so uh, apparently, if you like Columbo, there's a show, <laughs> there's a show on right now on Peacock, and I can't think of the name of it. Oh, it's the worst. Okay, I don't know which one it is. Honestly, but it's very Columbo-like. Oh, okay. apparently, fair enough. Uh, like it's a you know who done it. But the detective now has to figure out I got how. how. Like he's got a like he's got a suspicions and now he has to get you to crack. Or she has to get you to crack. It's I think Elsa Schlesinger or somebody like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna the minute we turn this podcast oh, of course, off, you're gonna I'm gonna remember it. Like, ah! <laughs> it's this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, guys, rate, review, and subscribe, and we thank you all for tuning in. As always, the uh, 
the suicide lifeline is 988. Yes, which you can talk or text at any time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Absolutely, the world is better with you in it. So, on behalf of the Science Patrol, my name is Rich Connery. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back Bob. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.